Yes, welcome to Finding Funnies with me, Steve Royal, and Jamie Sutherland. Hey, Jamie, what's this? What's this? Somehow. It's the sound of me unwrapping our new podcast. <laughs> our <laughs> brand new podcast. Is that the level we're at? Yeah. Well, hopefully we are. We're, we're, we're kicking off with an absolute belt because later on in the show we're going to be chatting to none other than Justin Morehouse. Love Justin. Great guest. Very funny man. Very, very good friend. We go back many, many years. And the point of the whole podcast, we should stress at the beginning, we've called it Finding Funnies and we're trying to find the funnies in... Every subject that we discuss each week, aren't we? Yes. So loads of su- different subjects every week, and we'll have a different niche guest. So a niche, as in they might have a niche hobby, a niche lifestyle, something that we don't really know about. That, but then we will look into to maybe educate ourselves. And the reason the insp- inspiration be like behind this was that when I used to work on a, a certain radio station, the BBC. Yes. I used to interview people, and the best people to interview were those who were enthusiastic about what they did. Can I just ask, uh, yeah. can I just mention before you go any further, when you say you used to work for the BBC... Yeah, well, it's, 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 it, there's, there's they, all kinds of um, legal... I, I can't discuss it. There's all kinds of legal things going on. At can the I moment. say? There, there isn't really they laid not. you off in lockdown. Yeah, that was basically <laughs> it. Yeah, and I've got, I don't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> at one time, you needed yeah. a stable job that you could have been... Without no other people socially distanced, was you in a studio on your own and a fella behind glass. Yeah. And they finished you. Yeah. <laughs> we can laugh now. We can laugh. No, you were very upset I've at the time. Through it. I'm, I'm still, I'm still very bitter. Hence the fact that I'm here with you right now, Jamie. Yeah. But anyway, but <laughs> the point was when I've interviewed people in the past on the radio. Yeah. The, those who are enthusiastic about what they do. And sometimes I'd look at a list and say, oh, such a, Maureen's coming in to talk about her crocheting club. Yeah. And you go, oh, you're joking. How is it? And then she'll come in and she'll start talking. And by the end, I want to take up crocheting. Do you know what I mean? There are people like that out there, and that's what we hope to find. And we've we've certainly got a we've got a great list of early guests for the first few episodes, haven't we? But, we've already mentioned Justin Morris today. We've got a few others lined up. Well, let's not mention them yet. No, but they are people who are passionate about what they do. Okay, and that's what we're hoping to get out of each of the podcasts. Looking so come and it. join us. And other little usual little insights. We'll be delving into your acting skills as well, Jamie, because I think that'd be a foresight. Uh, not to do Well, you that. know I haven't got acting skills, but it's my ambition to improve. Well... And when I say improve, um, I don't mean to get a role in anything, but just to improve for my own self-worth, just in case I ever <laughs> have to do an am-dram. Because I am truly awful, which you know, because you've asked me to do bits in the past. I'm basically limited to the role of... If anyone's ever cast an, a 48-year-old scouse bloke who can play himself. That's my role. Well, what's crazy is, I don't know if you've watched it yet, The Responder. Have you heard about this? Tony Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen any of it yet? Well, written by Tony Schumacher. Yeah, Yeah, I watched episode one last week. It's brilliant. And the acting is exceptional. And this is what really confused me, because you're such a poor actor, yet every single scouser that's in that programme are brilliant. Including Keith Carter, who popped up, good friend of ours. Was he in it? He was in it in last night's episode that I watched. I'm, oh. I'm, to be fair, I'm, I'm watching it on catch up at the moment. Right. But Keith Carter popped up. And then yeah. they go into a, a, a petrol station. Go Who's on. the petrol attendant? Go on. 
Chris Kearns. Never. Chris Kearns is there. Am I the only scouser that didn't well, get invited? this is what I mean. I'm thinking, Jamie. What? Where, where are you? Why have you... I can only assume you were out when the phone call came. Well, I can only assume Stephen Graham was busy. <laughs> was it? Honestly, every single actor, scousers, are brilliant at acting. And I just thought, well, it's like... You know what they say about the Welsh? Every Welsh person... Per, can sing. Can sing. They're yeah. all brilliant at singing. And then now, after watching that, you would instantly well, think that all scousers are brilliant at acting. But you're going to debunk that theory, can aren't I you? do? Can I do it? I think we should kick off with this, just well, to prove. I wanna, what I want to do is I've, I've got it on my laptop here. I've got, I've got a script, and yeah. I think each episode I'd like to turn up and you to guess the movie. <laughs> right, and it's a blockbuster. Yeah. Right. Okay. And now, I've gone a bit high on this one because I'm going to play two characters... Oh, <laughs> flipping it, mate. Don't build yourself into the role. I know, but there's, okay. there's no there's no other way around it. Right. So here we go. Right. <sighs> so I'm just gonna get guess the film from poor Scouse acting. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and play the roles quite well. You've got to really I, well, I may as well go for it. Okay. Join in at home. Now there is one name, I'm not gonna give you many clues, but if you get the name Yeah, you see that's always a clue. Is it Well it depends whether you've watched you the not, movie. You it just, no. You're not gonna edit it out. No, here we go. Right, here okay, we go. Here we go. Right. Okay, character one. Here we go. I'm gonna play it how we played it in the movie. Do I have to name the character and the film no, or just, just the film? film. Just, just the film. film. Right, okay. You want me. Here I am. <laughs> you want me. Here I am. I wanted to see what you do, <laughs> and you didn't disappoint. You let five people die, then you let Dent take your place. Even to a guy like me, that's cold. Where's Dent? Those map fools want you gone so they can get <laughs> so they can get things the way they were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Right. Why were you never cast as Schlegel? Wait, you'd have been brilliant, Lord then of the Rings. Stop, Lord of the Rings, then, isn't it? Why do you want to kill me? Ah Kill you? I don't want to kill you. Why would I, what would you do without me? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No! You complete me! I know it. I know the film. Damn it, go on! I know It's the Joker. Yeah! It yeah. is the Joker! It wasn't off your acting though, mate. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Why? Because it... it was, why do you have to do it like Schmidt? He's the Joker. It's really good. In that film, it's a very dark film. It's a brilliant film. Well, I think it would have added a bit of humour to it. Oh, mate. What do you think? Uh, I think we need a proper work on it. I, I think one week we yeah. will get in. Yeah, but... I'll tell you one of our guests will get in an acting teacher. Or, a, you know, a, or Ooh. acting teacher, singing... Te me, me, oh, I'd love to see you do musical theatre. I could do that. You think you could do musical theatre? What? Just what, like, you don't just sit... You, you, usually you talk like this. And then in the middle of the conversation, you just start to sing. Oh, I could do that. Because that's what they do. Yeah, they just start to sing. I could easily do that. I could right. easily do that. But, okay. in all fairness... Good start, though, that, mate. Well, you got start. it. Good start. Now then, today's episode... Yes. Moving swiftly on away from your awful acting. Today's episode is uh, dedicated to veganism. We've just started Veganuary. Yes. Um, as you listen to the interview that we're going to play shortly with Justin, um, he talks about the challenge of, well, cha basically challenges us to a day. And I did try and do one day of veganism this week. I did a day last week. And then, but I messed up completely because I, I can't even remember what I did. And then I realised I put butter 
in the pan or whatever we're making. I can't remember. And then I just, it wasn't until I was eating. Oh, it was butter well included. Of course, it's, it's a dairy product, isn't it? I so I suddenly realised I hadn't been vegan. I'd been vegetarian for the day, but not vegan for the day. So anyway, I've let myself down with that. But what I thought on the, as we're talking about veganism, the, and what Justin goes on to tell us, as you'll hear yeah. shortly, is he talks about the health benefits. And I thought, well, you don't actually need, you don't actually need to be a vegetarian, be vegan, to be healthy. There are lots of little things, that, or mentally well, I should, let's just say, mentally healthy. Yeah. There are lots of little things in life, and I've collated a list, and I'd just like to gauge your opinion on these. All right. right? Gauge your opinion of whether they... I've called them life's little pleasures. So little things in life. I'll give you an example that's not on the list, but things like, you know when you open a coffee jar? Yeah. And you're the first one to open it, and you get that, you get that moment of just opening that. I don't know how you go. Where you pop the foil. Uh, yeah, I mean, are you Ooh, quite ruthless? No, I'd imagine you'd be quite ruthless. No. I'm quite, I really take my time because it's only a, you're only going to experience that once every, well, at my house, we don't drink a lot of instant coffee, so it's maybe once every three months. Would well, you know how I open it? Go on. I get the opposite end of the spoon, as in the bit that doesn't go yeah, in the cup, yeah, stab yeah. it in the middle. Yeah. In the middle? Yeah, well, then, you work from the then, middle? And then draw it to the edge oh, and then go all the way round well, and then you, it just peels off. What, 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 what's with the middle bit? Why don't you just start at one end and go around? That's what I do. Well, well as you were with the tin opener. Yeah, but what's the middle bit? And then well, you're making it. Just do your own style. I think it's a bit weird. I, th I think you'll find that a lot of people... Please pass comment about that. Well, let's the, know what people's... On the comments below. They do that, don't they, on these things? Well, we're not... We're videoing it as well. But, but we're only we're videoing right. it for two-minute clips. Yeah, not the whole... Well, right, this is the, one of the clips that we might oh, yeah. put on. Just comment below. Hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. He used to on YouTube, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, this is this will be dropping soon. Yeah. This is dropped. Drop. You, dro you, drop a, you drop a podcast. <laughs> I've known that. I've, that's a word that's suddenly just in the last few months been really become popular. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, right. So these are life's little pleasures. Okay. See whether that you agree with them or not agree with them. I'm just interested in the psyche. And it also introduces new people who have maybe never seen us before and just gives us a little insight into what, certainly what, what, these are things that I like, whether you like them as well, Jim. Fire away, Steve. Right, okay, completing a form on the internet without missing a required field at the first attempt. Oh, so you don't get the red boxes. You don't get any red boxes. You're bonked straight onto the next page. Like it. That's a good feeling, isn't it? I like that. Life's little pleasures, right? Yeah. Lying in bed with freshly washed wash sheets. Do you want to just climb in? You get into bed. And that, that nice. moment, you almost don't want to go to sleep because you want to savour that. It's the best sleep of the week. It's a bit the, the week. Are you are you a weekly washer with no. the sheets? No. Flipping it, mate. So you've only got one kid, right? Getting cut off by an over anxious driver, right? This is the best bit. Then pulling up right next to him or right behind him at the next lights. Yeah, that's a good feeling because like they've gone like that. They, I like that one. It happened to me the other day. The best thing was it was my wife. She actually cut me up. And I, anyway, having the ex exact change to pay for something. Can I just add something there? Yeah, go on. Chris Roach, the comedian, used to say when he used to travel, if somebody did him dirty on a, like a dual carriageway or something, yeah. he'd wait until he went under a bridge and then he'd go tap tap on his light so it looks like they've been flashed. <laughs> That's good. I like so that. they're expecting a speed camera ticket. And it's like you, you, you and your set now. You're talking about the way you get back on the guy, the Tesco thing. Yeah, that's brilliant as well, isn't it? I think you should advise other people to do that. Go on, tell them. No, tell them. Go on, you're not going to ruin it. God, he's going to ruin it. No, I don't want to see you gig. We're waiting for it. It's what funny. do you want to say? The what? The, the way you got back at that guy. Oh, it's it's very now, isn't it? But if you want to get into someone who annoys you, what do you do? 
report them to track and trace exactly. as a close contact. Oh, as a close contact. Brilliant, mate. If there's ever, if yeah. honestly, keep a list and if anyone's annoying you, if, even if it's a family member you don't want to see, yeah. and, it's or worth- someone's done you bad, because actually, when you report someone to track and trace, it's confidential. Yeah. The first they know about it yeah. is when they get phoned up. See, is that guy cuts you up in the... If you re- if you've done it, it really angered you. Follow him home, get his address. <laughs> that's all you need, isn't it? You don't need his address. Don't need full name. I can't remember his name. An old mate of mine. Yeah, <laughs> driving a red Peugeot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it to uh, you right, to find. Moving on. on. Sorry. Uh, number five. Uh, room removing all the shell off a boiled egg in one go. Yeah, I can do that. You can do that. Yeah. Every time. Not every time. This is what I mean. It's a life little pleasure. It doesn't happen often. If it happened every time, it wouldn't. What's be... your technique for unshelling an egg? I just, I'm, I'm open. I've got to give a lot of rolling. So I think I probably overcrack. So it's all the little bits. But you've got to get that skin bit. Get that skin I bit am mouth. very much a, get it out on a spoon. On, pull it oh, right. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Run yeah. it under cold water ah, for right, a good yeah, thirty yeah. To seconds yeah, or so yeah, like yeah. that, and yeah. then give it a roll. Yeah. Otherwise, well, yeah, yeah. And then go one for the peel. One of the most memorable films in a film. Memorable films. One of memorable moments in a film for yeah. me is when Robert De Niro. It's Angel Heart. Remember that the no. Mickey Mickey Rourke. Oh, Mickey Rourke. Great film, and he plays Louis Cipher. Seems ridiculous when you watch the film. You're going. Spoiler. Spoiler alert here for anyone who's never seen it. But he's called Louis Cipher, and then you're going, "Oh yeah, Lucifer." You realise that oh. you, re- you realise at the very end of the film, you're thinking, "It was the most obvious name, isn't it? Really?" Right. So he goes, "Louis Cipher," but all the way through, whenever you see him, he's rolling an egg like. Oh, that's good, cool, isn't it? An egg, little moves like that's a good topic of conversation one week. Nice, memorable, tiny little things in films that people have done. Okay. It's like the James Bond villain stroking a cat. Little things like that. that Because sometimes the smallest things are actually the most um, iconic. Yeah. Going back to the Joker when he climbs in that fridge. Little moments like that. A little bit like, I'll be back. Yeah. Exactly. That's more phrases. I'm thinking about actual props. All right. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You really took it to a different angle there. Um, Correctly choosing the quickest checkout line at the supermarket. You could yes. add to that. You could add to that traffic in, on, a, on a motorway as well. You know, when a slow lane, and you see that one, you, you think, I'll go, I'll go. I, need, I nearly always go middle. I think go. And as well as the law of Aldi as well, which nobody's ever written that law down, but if somebody does come and they're, they're not even holding a basket or a trolley, mm. then the law is you let them through. It's like golf, isn't it? Yeah. You let yeah, people through. Yeah. And some people don't. Also, uh, on the same subject, it's worth hanging back, I always feel. Worth hanging back because there will eventually there'll be that. Aldi will quick. Tell number four is opening shot and you're in. Mm. Sometimes a big queue, preempt that. Don't get in that queue. Get behind the empty ones and just. I, I agree. Uh, um, and then last few here, last couple. Waking up, checking the clock, and seeing that you have plenty of time left to sleep. Oh. Do you know you wake? You just wake up naturally and go, oh no, I'm gonna wake up. Look at the clock. Now you, you're an early riser anyway, aren't you? Seven. Seven. Every t- see, I like that lie in. I like that idea. What that are you? Ever, Mate, well, 10 to 8, actually. Really? Yeah, I won't get the kids' breakfast quick and get them out. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. You're, you're very good. I, 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 I admire... That's the one... That's the... Yeah. The one <laughs> thing I admire about you, Jim. <laughs> what, did I get up at 7? <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing I'm, I'm envious of. Um, oh, and your shutters. You can't see them on the camera, but got some lovely shutters in his house. 
because we're in Standish. And it's, we are. It's, you need it, shutters. It, it's 1914 here. Uh, right. Finding money you didn't know you had in your pocket. Well, it's contactless now, so I don't agree with I know. But, but going back to my student days, do you know what I used to do? I used to have a, I had a black suit that I'd wear. You know, like a, a dinner jacket. Yeah. And occasionally I'd like, a, maybe twice. Easter and Christmas generally, they'd have these bowls, right? Big fancy do's. And I'd have the dinner jacket. And at the end of each, every time, I'd be drunk usually. That's why I did it. But I'd leave a £20 note. To treat yourself the whole day? No. No. Oh, oh you'd, so you'd leave it. So you'd set your jacket off drunk, right? You'd set your jacket off drunk and you hang it up and you put it back in your cupboard or whatever next day. And then next time when you're out, the next event, so Christmas, Easter, yeah. you put it on, you put your suit on, ready for the, going out for the Easter ball, you got extra 20 quid oh. you didn't know about! <laughs> <laughs> but you knew to put it in every time. I know. In fact, you have to leave it there, otherwise you won't surprise yourself at Christmas. It, it's it's is flawed. This theory. I think it so. It's massively flawed. And the last, well, actually, I'll, I'll give you a bonus one at the end of this because I I did actually the, I made a list and then I, I did that start to Google some and the first one that popped up made me laugh. The the other side of the pillow. Have you ever done that in the middle at night? You woke up feeling a bit, your head's a bit sweaty. Just pick your pillow up and turn it over. Do you, is it only me who does that? No, because I have a. Um... A nice, comfortable memory foam pillow with a lot of... Um... Oh, no, I don't remember. A memory foam? No. I've told you about my, the time I bought I a bed. It, it wasn't... It, I think it was a dream... It's one of the... It wasn't... It was one of the branded ones. It was a good... It's a good one. A memory foam? Yeah, but they're sweaty. I don't... I once... It doesn't it the breeds. I went to buy... I went to buy a bed years ago. Right? Yeah. Last, last bed we got. And the bloke went on and on about, um, you know, what bed to get. And I was umming and ahhing between... King size, a queen, is it queen size that's yeah. a little bit bigger? Yeah. All right, so I went, and he's going, oh, well, you know, you get a bit more room. Anyway, in the end, he, he sold me. He sold me the king size one. He says, it's a king size one. That, uh, and he was going, you know, wise choice, mate, wise choice. You have that little bit more. It's about six six more inches on side of bed, but you know, I'll tell you what, you'll feel the benefit of that. And he says, now about mattress, sir. I said, yeah, mattress is right. Well, there's your memory form. And I said, what? Everyone's talking about this memory form at the moment. What's the advantage of it? And he went, well, I tell you, you lie in a memory form. You don't move all night. I says, well, what's the point of selling me a bigger bed then? <laughs> that is an excellent point, isn't it? I said, I won't have a memory form and then will I? You can have a single. You bought a bigger bed. You and, have... and then he's, he, he, you can almost see him go, oh! He's done himself out of a sale. Exactly. Exactly. We're not going to be moving, Bill. You don't move about as much, he said. He says, you don't move as about a bunch. I said, you just sold me a bigger bed because I move about a lot. Anyway, I always last that, one. That, no, that reminds me of an old joke <clears> that... A comic in Liverpool, you say, an old clubland comic. Yeah. And he used to say, yeah, he'd always hide from the Everest, man, you know, double glazing. <laughs> so he'd never open the door, because he used to collect every week, didn't he? Oh, right, yeah, days, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, yeah. after 10 years, I opened the door. He says, you owe all this money, your thousands of pounds. He said, get lost. And you said, after 10 years, they pay for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, uh, I, I thought it was going to be some joke about the feather. Remember, no. The, remember the advert? What the guy called? Just, he just dropped that feather. They used to pretend to put a, um, a wrecking ball as if a wrecking ball was going to hit the glass. Yeah, they did. and also, just thinking back to that feather, how bad were windows back then? That I mean, nowadays, if I did, if I dropped a feather, it must have it must be that thin the glass. I know. How's the air getting through it? You, you generally used to go like that because it drafts. Anyway, uh, the last one, uh, which I said wouldn't really, but I mean, ladies feel free to let us know about this but I can imagine it I can yeah. imagine this the relief of taking your bra off after a, a long day of wearing it yes now I genuinely genuinely 
look at ladies sometimes and just think, not look at, looks like I'm looking at that area. What I mean is, I can see, you know when you see a lady, she's got my appetite top and it's got, he's pinching in and you're going, oh, that's not good. They're horrible things, bras, aren't they? They're, they are very... a horrible, as, as lovely as they are, for, for, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, not saying burn them straight away, ladies, but. Maybe people can give us some feedback. Yeah. They don't need to send us the pictures of but the I just, I just, No, I just genuinely, I, th I feel sorry it for women that, that's they, been that they wear a bra. Because it would mean like us. It, it's, it's an art. I know it's, a, it's mentioned many a time by many a person, but the fact that we, it doesn't matter for us, we can we can walk around with our shirts off on holiday. We can even go into a supermarket. You see, it's a horrible sight. I hate doing that, and I don't do it myself. I hate people walking around the supermarket. You know, Topless. Like, yeah, yeah, them little... You yeah, know, little, it shouldn't be allowed. No. Shouldn't be allowed, Steve. But women... It has been said by many women that um, taking a bra off is very comfortable. Yeah. A nice, relaxing feeling. Mm. I get the same feeling from it. Like, I love your list, Steve. Anyway, anyway list, that, that, that was my little list, but it's about uh, life being better. Can I just go back to what we started off yeah. with? That I should have used my prop. Oh. The Joker's cane. Oh, you should as well. Yeah, you have got Which it. Which is Bradley's uh, is that, cane. Is that cl clipped on? Is it? Am I going to destroy something here? There you are. Look at, at that. that. It is, it's the actual one, isn't it? Not yeah. The actual. It's a good, really it's, good replica. It's though. a prop, isn't it? It's beautiful. A movie prop. Yeah, that Bradley. you could have used that. Think about props in future. Anyway, we should move swiftly on, shouldn't we? We should um, get to hear our special guest today. Like I said, we were talking about veganism. Okay. And so, who was the first person that sprung to mind to interview? Justin Morris. Justin Morris. Vegan and um, comedian legend in my books. Um. And we chatted to him a short while ago. Our very special guest this morning is a guy who I believe was forced into veganism through a burger incident back on tour with Dave Spikey in, what, I'd say 2006 or so, that kind of era. It's Justin Morris. You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Justin? I do, and it was a long time before that. Was it even before then? 2003? Two? Yeah, it was 2003 when I did the first uh, leg of uh, Dave Spikey's tour, and then I got sacked, and then you did the rest of them. Um, <laughs> Not due to the burger incident, though, was it? No, so basically, um, I have been a vegetarian most of my life. Most of my adult life. And on this particular tour, I had not had lapsed again. And I said to Dave, listen, uh, I, you know, because he's, he's veggie, uh, I'm going to go veggie for the tour. And he said, all right, fine, fair enough. Like I said, you know, because we're going to be eating together, doing the same things together. I said, but um, I said, I want one more burger. Well, give me like, one more last burger. <laughs> so um, I get this, like, and, and Dave describes this, I, I think, in his stand-up. I get this massive big burger and um, start eating it. And uh, I've got a mouthful of burger. And as we come out of the sort of slip road to get onto the motorway, Dave's sort of lambasting me, which lambasting for... <laughs> it's like basting a lamb, isn't it? Which you vegetarians don't do. He starts lambasting me, saying, like, you know, you, you, you know, I can't believe you had one more burger, blah, 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 blah. I went... Bloo, bloo, bloo. And he's just thinking I'm arguing with him. What I'm saying is there's a truck about to plow into us. <laughs> and he just was just arguing with me and the truck plowed into us. Wow. And um, he looks down after the crash and I'm covered in claret. And he thinks I've been badly injured and it's just tomato sauce. Oh, really? <laughs> that was the thing. That was what yeah. I, I, always, I always remember that incident. And every, every time I, you know, I've been out for a meal or anything with you now and you go vegan, I always think it's because of that incident. But... 
But there's more. No, I got back on. I, actually, that tour got me back onto being veggie. And um, and actually, it was about five or six, because this uh, you want to talk about veganism, don't you? Which is very separate from being vegetarian. Very separate. Because there's um, there's different things at play here. You can either have a plant-based diet. So that means you don't eat uh, any uh, animal products. And that includes, you know, milk, dairy, honey, figs, for some uh, reason. Um, can't eat figs if you're a vegan because there's a wasp inside every fig. Did you know that? Wait, I never knew that. I didn't know Seriously. That. That's how a fig is created. A wasp goes inside it and germinates and the fruit grows around it. So technically figs aren't vegan. Um, so that's one, that's, that's sort of like the plant-based lifestyle. Uh, or you can be a, uh, what they call lacto-vegetarian, where you eat eggs and milk. Uh, you have dairy products and, and they would have honey and they would wear wool. Or being vegan is what, what I am, which is um, political with a small p, a political decision. So I don't have any animal products in my life whatsoever. So I don't wear any leather. I don't wear wool. I don't eat honey. I don't wear silk. You know, I avoid all, all sort of forms of animal products. And that's a, an environmental and ethical choice that I've made. Did expect that from me, did you? No, we didn't. No, well, hang on, I want to, let me ask you, because, right, here's the thing, you called me out on Twitter once, for a, because, just because comedians are... I called you out. No, yeah, but, <laughs> no, but as a mate, you, you I, I made a lazy joke, sort yeah. of on the realms that people do, how do you know someone's vegan, don't worry, it was something Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And then it was you that sort of said, uh, mate, I think you DM'd me, it was dead nice, like, you're better than that, sort of thing. <laughs> Whatever, but... And then you did back when, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, I joined it at that point, so he's not. He got 12 likes, I was happy, but... <laughs> but here's the thing, is that for some reason, and I've never done it since, because it did open my eyes a little bit and think, you know what, it is ridiculously mm -hmm. lazy. And you sort of prompted it in a, not in a preachy way, but in a nice way. But it is still a thing, isn't it? It is, and there's a lot of. Um, well, I went, I went vegan um, because um, Carl Donnelly, who's a, who's another comedian vegan, said, "You know, vegans hate vegetarians." <laughs> <laughs> like the Wanderers and the Warriors. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, if you're a veggie because it's for animal and ethical reasons, then really, it works when you go veggie as opposed to being vegan, you consume so much dairy. And so many eggs, you're like a one-man, like, dairy farm killing machine. And, <laughs> and actually, if you think about, if you actually think about it sort of ethically, like, if you're going to eat pork, yeah, you, you, you breed a pig, you feed a pig, you kill the pig, you eat every bit of the pig, don't you? Yeah. Mm. And pigs are good examples, no tail. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to anybody doing whatever they want to do, they want to eat meat. But I do like the idea of eating every bit of it. If the animal has lived and died so you can live and die, then the best thing you can do is eat every single bit of it. But if you eat just cheese and just drink milk, what you're doing is perpetuating that kind of lifestyle and that circle of, frankly, misery that cows, that dairy cows go through. You know, it's not a nice industry. It really isn't. And, you know, uh, you know, Eggs, you know, they're crammed. Most of the eggs that are produced in this country are from hens that are crammed in tiny spaces with not little or no uh, life at all. And I just think so. Anyway, so uh, 
I didn't like the idea of anybody not liking me. So <laughs> I said, okay, then. Michael Legg went vegan because of a joke that um, Adam, um, what's he called? Adam Thingy. Let me tell you. What's he called? Adam, Adam Bloom. Bloom. Yeah, we're just an impression of him. Yeah, Adam Bloom was doing jokes about uh, vegans and uh, Michael Legg went vegan to piss him off. Well, I, I, I used to do, on myself, I used to, with the Slaughterhouse Live, I had a character, Colin Mays. Can't believe was, you had Slaughterhouse Live. I, I, well, Talking they, to I, a vegan. Well, the, yeah, I know, oh. but, but you see, <laughs> Gary Morris, who was like, you know, the, 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 the founder of Slaughterhouse Live, he famously now is a massive vegan. Oh, and he's, and he's full on with it, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. The politics and every, every aspect yeah. of veganism, he's pushing it out there. But he used to, what, what is, is funny is that he used to really not understand how audiences could be so aggressive towards him when he used to do an act called Ronnie Buttons and these dancing giblets. And he used to, <laughs> he used to get things like a, 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 a cow's tongue and dangle it as a, as a look, it's, the, it's, a, it's an ostrich, it's an ostrich, and have it on string, and he dangled it in people. <laughs> he used to do a pass the parcel where the prize was a pig's eyeball necklace. And then he used to introduce <laughs> me. He used to, this is the point is, he used to bring, introduce me being the most waif-like of all the, <laughs> the members of Slaughterhouse Live as the world's strongest vegan, Colin Mays. And yeah. I'd come <laughs> on emaciated in a little string vest and hold out <laughs> things like pigs' heads at arm's length. Right, that was the idea. Real pigs' heads. Real pigs' heads. Real pigs' heads. I remember once, horrific this, one, uh, and I, I can't believe we did this, but on, a, on the end of a stick, like, um, like the old milkmaids used to carry. That yeah. Kind of, I had a stick like that around my neck. And on the end, I had ducks hanging off the end of a real duck. And How it, many years ago was this? This, oh, maybe, maybe probably 15, 20 years ago. Oh. Horrible. It's horrendous, isn't it? It is, yeah. It is. Carrying dead animals for the day. I know. I mean, people complain about circuses, but you were killing animals. But like I said, this is going back, what, 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago. That In that short period of time, I, don't, I would never be able to get away with that now, would I? That's how far veganism has come, to be fair. Um, I mean, it's not so much what you were doing. It's the act itself, really. I mean, we all remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it's comedy that's come a long way in society, not veganism. But I don't think. But this is the thing about being a vegan is this is and this is why I'll be honest with you. This is probably why I talk about it a little bit on social media because I'm probably an unlikely vegan. Mm. Like when people meet me, they go, "Is he?" Well, you're not Colin Mays. I'll tell you now. <laughs> yeah, but because I'm like a big fat roly poly northern comedian, people expect me to like booze, birds, and beef. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the unlikely vegan, I think that's why I talk about it. And I think, I think most people who are vegan don't go on about it. It's a bit like, um, it's a bit like football fans, isn't it? Yeah. You know, most people like football, but we, but people who don't like football fans don't like the ones that they, they see on the telly, the, the hooligans. Do you know what I mean? Most yeah. vegans get about, we, we calmly go about our lives. You wouldn't even know we existed. <laughs> Hey Justin, have you, so like when we do a lot of dinners and stuff, and yeah. uh, you sit there and then they always go, is there a vegan on this table? They're always singled out, or any <laughs> yeah. vegetarians, and they always seem to get a real raw end of the deal in terms of the menu choice. Have you yeah, ever well, te 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 well, actually, physically, sometimes it is the raw end of the meal. It's like, yes. let's give him a salad. What, what, <laughs> what, 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 what would be the worst 
meal you've ever been offered because of some sort of poor chef and decision? Chateaubriand. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, I really haven't got a clue. I know. No, no, no. See, yeah, someone didn't give you that. Is it all right if it's not cooked? <laughs> steak tartare. No, it's a big steak in it, Chateaubriand. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think, um, <clears throat> what did I have? <clears throat> the actually the vegan option is always better than the veggie option i have to say mushroom the veggie option mushroom stroganoff always looks good that's vegetarian it's got cream in it oh ah see oh, just let him finish okay. yeah, go on, yeah. yeah it's nearly always if you've ever been at a dinner the veggie option is nearly always goat cheese tart it's nearly always like fucking goat cheese <laughs> who like <laughs> no one's ever chose that in a rep. No, no one's ever been out as a steak eater and gone, you know, I'm going to have tonight. I'm going to have the goat's cheese tartlets. <laughs> I'm going to have bad breath in pastry. That's what I'm going to have. <laughs> um, so a lot of curries you get these days. What I what I tend to do is I'm not like you, Jamie. Jamie um, loves a free meal. Do you know this thing? Oh, oh. He loves <laughs> a free me. meal. Oh. I'm eating with him, me. I'm eating I with him. I don't like, I like to turn up after it, don't you? No. Mate, I can't eat with him, and he always looks no. at me like I'm an idiot. He goes, yeah. you know, it's free food, and I go, but if I do get there early because I've got to do a rehearsal or whatever, I'll eat with the crew. I don't mind eating with the crew. Mm. And I like that. That's all right, because you normally get like a, a curry or a veggie chili or something like that. But um, it's, it's quite hard still, even like you say, it's come a long way, veganism. Uh, we're recording this now. I don't know when this will go out, but we're recording this really near the end of uh, Veganuary. Mm. And in about five or six days when I go to the supermarket, I'll go, where's all the exciting products that were launched? Because <laughs> everyone was trying them. We're here for 11, another 11 months, guys. Where's our stuff? Because the supermarkets are full of stuff at the moment, and it won't be, it won't be the same in, the, in a few weeks. Well, this is one of the other questions I was going to ask. I, the thing that puts me off, and everything, especially speaking to you now, I think, yeah, I should be vegan. But to me, it's just the t- it's a, it's time consuming, isn't it? It is. But what you what I would say to you is for somebody like you who who is because cons- you're obviously a sort of like you're not neither of you those kind of I like fucking steak and I'll fucking have steak. <laughs> like I'm trying to formulate a joke at the moment about when I was a teenager. Although me and my friends we were what you would call nowadays woke, we weren't like dead enlightened. We weren't sort of like the sort of sixth form student politics guys, but we weren't, we weren't racist or homophobic. And the way we kind of like homophobia dealt with, we go, I'm not gay. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I, mean, I don't want to get into it, but I mean, you know, up to them, innit? Leave, and they, we used to say, leave is more funny for us. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, which the sentiment behind that is kind of positive, <laughs> but the delivery isn't quite there. But I feel the same about veganism. I don't mind you eating, like, you what you should go, I don't mind the vegans, leaves more steak for us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you just try it one day a week, just try one day a week where you just go vegan. And well, I was, that's what I was, I've got that written down to say, can we, because I don't think I could commit to it full time because I think I'd give it up within a matter of weeks. Of course, yeah. But people, if you, but would you be seen as a hypocrite just doing no, it? No, I, I think people who make choices about what they want to do, I think free, the freedom to make the choice is what you, is what you do. And I, I applaud anyone who, who considers what they're doing. I mean, even if it is, even if the only thing you do it for is just so you can go, I tried that, it was a bit shit. Or to give you, and, and 
What I find when I do cook vegan food is you spend more time thinking about the sort of herbs and spices and the, 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 the freshness of, the, of, the, of that sort of stuff. And even if the only reason why you try veganism is for environmental reasons, because the environmental impact of going vegan is incredible. Incredible. Wow. I like it. I think I'm going to sign up for one day. A week. I'll tell you the, the other another problem I have with it, and I think a lot of non-vegans, you know, meat eaters like myself, have with this. If we try and go vegan, all we try and do is replicate, yeah, a normal meal. So, in other words, I'll take away. Say, I'm having lamb chops and mashed potatoes or something with creamy mash. I'm just going to take. Well, Where do you live? 1954. Lamb, <laughs> <laughs> lamb chops. It's Charlie, mate. It's Charlie, mate. Oh. Ribs and cabbage. Yeah. Oh. But do you know what I mean? That's uh, I, I, I've not got the. I don't know, I probably just need to get a good cookbook or even just a, week. a dead yeah. simple thing. A dead simple thing for you I'm to do is you give us one tip to finish with, Justin. Yeah. Uh, one tip, right? So you both like curry, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right. If you replace. Um, uh, if you replace chicken, yeah, and you just change three letters and put chickpeas instead of chicken in your curry, that'll do it. I do like chickpeas. Yeah. I know Chick- me Adam's chicken. Yeah, so just don't... Oh, put- any kind of curry you want with chickpeas, spinach, potato. Pota- like, Indian food is brilliant. If you want to try being vegan and eating out, South Indian food is fantastic. What they do with vegetables is incredible. Right, we'll do that. Yeah, we're off, we're off, well, we'll get off to an Indian now yeah. for lunch. <laughs> Funny and informative. That's uh, that's my tagline. And I'll tell, <laughs> tell you what, as, as vegans go, I think coming across on screen, visually, superb skin. I must say. Beautiful skin. Yeah, good. well, that's uh, down to the uh, app that I use. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing as well is that, that the other thing as well, is, and I do this on stage, is I tell people I'm vegan, they go, Really? <laughs> How much hummus have you eaten? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> nice one, Justin. Always nice one. Guy. See you guys. Thanks, See you soon, mate. mate. So I did what he said. I replaced chicken with chickpeas. And it took me hours to stuff them all. You know, with the stuffing. <laughs> Every chickpea. I mean, to individually stuff. So I won't be doing that again. Not for a Sunday or <laughs> Well, Sunday I did rolls. my I did my day. Did you do it? Yeah, because I, I listening back, I forgot the but I forgot that you actually you were the one who seemed more committed than ever. Yeah, yeah, and it was you easy. Did, you, it was easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just went chippy. <laughs> I just had chips. Just, just, just a portion of chips. chips. <laughs> yeah, but even then, you see, this is my point. This is why I just think it's so hard to be vegan. Is because you got to go in there. And if you're committed to it, you've got to go in and find out what the fat's made of. Because, you know, a, a well-geared-up chippy now will have separate fat, you know, that will have vegetable fat and not beef, in, you know, nothing. Oh, it's good fat. Cross-contamination and all good that fat, sort of stuff. Good chips. <laughs> Lots of chips. <laughs> I did my vegan uh, Saturday, didn't I? You know, we listen back to something as well and think, oh, why didn't I say that? Yeah. Because there's one point there where, where um, Justin says, uh, you know, like a pig, you say you eat a pig, yeah. you eat every last bit of it. You eat every last bit, every single bit you could. And I was going to, I wish I'd now said, I, I, I leave the little ring from the nose. nose. From the nose. <laughs> it, it, it reacts on my fillings. <laughs> Hey, do you know what I want us to do before that? Because we're going to have to wrap up. It's we coming are. to that end, isn't it? But for our next episode, yeah. I'm thinking we need to look at male grooming. 
and I've oh, okay. some. I was looking at something because we're of an age. Because I introduced you to moisturizer when you yeah, were on your tour. Yeah, well, not, I have moisturizer, but but not. It was more of a pre-show moisturizing yes. regime, which did send me on stage feeling fresher and invigorated. Well, I've got a few say. things that we need to look at. Um, in a nose wax, war paint, which is makeup for men. That's that's on my timeline all the time. You don't have to choose any of these, okay. but we're going to look at no, but some. The era nose wax is interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm a proper wuss, mate. I'm scared of it. Right. The idea of that. I've, I've, Maybe uh, having your eyebrows done. You're going to choose one of these, by the way. Yeah, in fact. Botox. We, we will discuss this because I went to the to the uh, dressers. I went to the barbers the other day. And it was a girl doing it. And at the end, she went, can I just trim your eyebrows? I'm going... What? Oh no, I want you to I sit in you... the town centre on one of those chairs and get one of the ladies to just thread them. <laughs> yeah, but it's I'm a thing. Yeah, but what? Yeah, but I'm going, I, I genuinely went, what's wrong with my eyebrows? I'm looking in the mirror going, I mean, I don't think I've got much of an eyebrow anyway, have I? Well, it's because you've got glasses yeah, what, on, but I think we're in contact. What bit needs to go? No, they just need tidying up. <laughs> you don't? Oh, yeah. Well, let, let's discuss that next time. Definitely. Definitely. Actually, what I miss? What? And I don't think I don't see him anymore. When oh. people used to sit in a shop with um, the feet in a bowl of fish. <laughs> Can you believe that was a thing? It was, wasn't it? Every, Every shopping centre had one for a while, didn't it? You walk past the traffic centre. You go down the biggest loads, them little tiny, and they'll. There'd be people sat there. Fish nibbling at their but feet. All, everyone would be sat in the same fish tank. Why did they get what was discovered about them? Someone will let us know. Someone will let us know. There must have been something discovered. You were eating that was, the dead skin off your feet. Yeah, what were they getting massive, these fish? Are they, are they now out in the sea? Are they off the coast of Morecambe, places like that? I don't know. Clearly, it, it was something that came in under the radar, and it was only after every town yeah. had one they went, health and safety, this isn't right. You'd literally see people with bags of shopping <laughs> sat there with the pants rolled up and the feet getting eaten by fish. What there must be other utilizations, you know, animals. I mean, this is wrong on an episode talking about veganism to exploit animals. Shouldn't those fish should never been exploited that I, way anyway? Maybe that was the reason right. it stopped. But I mean, where be, where does it stop? Do you have like you know very sweaty feet? Do you have a little cubicle with little puppies to lick your feet, lick, lick the sweat off oh, your feet. What, where, where does it end? Where disgusting. does it end? Anyway, talking about endings, we need to wrap this um, first episode up. I yes. hope everyone's enjoyed it. Please follow us in, in, in all the usual ways. Yeah. All the usual, on the socials, on the Twitters, you'll see it all. Brilliant. Uh, I'm going to end with something that um, those who did used to listen to my radio show I used this. to comment about that. I, to, to this day, I yeah. still get people who come out and say, when you were at Radio Lancashire, you used to always do, oh, we used to always listen for your clothing forecast. Oh, right, okay. Now, I thought we'll end each week with a, with a, what's, I mean, obviously, if you're watching this years, months, weeks, years down the line, then I, I apologise, it's not relevant, but I used to, this came about by... I was supposed to be doing the weather one time at Radio Lancashire, and without knowing it, because I only used to do a weekend show, yeah. that week they changed the way that they did things. And the the that's right, the guy, the newsreader used to do the weather, and uh, uh, suddenly it was my job, and no one had told me. So, so I didn't have a list of anything. So I went, well, and I've got in my ear my producer going, do the weather. I went, what, what, what weather? I've got to do the weather, ladies and gentlemen. I said, well, I'll I tell you what. I said, who needs to know about the weather? All you really need to know is about what to wear. And that's true, isn't it? Right. Very few people actually need to know what the weather's going to be like. You just need to know what, what you need to know is whether it's going to need a t-shirt, whether you're going to need a jumper. Oh, let's say it. So, this so is here we go. This is, this, is a, this, is a, this is for this coming week. Right. It's uh, just to let you know, it's the first week of February. February the 1st today. Love it. Punch and, pinch and a punch, by the way. I, I nearly did that to you then, Jamie. But you scare me. Ready? Go. Steve Royal here now with your 
clothing forecast for the first week of February 2022. Thermals will dominate through this week, become dense in places with a chance of fleece lining. However, there may be a need for high-vis and fluorescence in certain areas. Woolens with occasional goose down for many. In fact, coats will remain heavy for all parts throughout the week, although hoods are optional. Accessorise with bobble hats or, I went very northern then, bobble hats or earmuffs for the more ambitious. High tights this week, 300 denier, especially on higher ground and exposed areas, although try not to expose those areas if you can. Shoe state, firm to boot, underwear, slight to kinky. And that's your clothing <laughs> forecast. <laughs> what a great end, Steve. What a great end. Hey, John, you know we've got? We've got a little bit. Anyway, we're going to play it out. We're going to play it out at the end of our first episode. Fabulous. Thank you very much. 